Hello, I'm Leslie Langnaw, Managing Editor, and welcome to Design World's Technology Tuesdays podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Today's topic is the role underwriters' laboratories will play in addressing performance and safety concerns for 3D printers. I'm speaking with Simon Zhou, Vice President, Digital Manufacturing Technologies at UL. So thank you for joining me today, Simon. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. So can you tell me a little bit more about the role that UL is taking on here with the subject? Sure. Um, we have uh, four key um, initiatives taking place at UL. Uh, regarding 3D printing. Um, the first area we're focusing on um, is really um, research. We, are, we want to understand the science um, behind 3D printing uh, so we can adequately um, <clears throat> determine what's the right uh, technical solutions for safety and for quality, and that's underway. Um, a lot of the research uh, ends up being how material and processing interact together, and what are the key um, stress points that we need to look at uh, for the materials and during processing. The okay. second area um, we're actively uh, working on is training. When we uh, did a deep dive of this industry, one of the things we learned is um, there's really a lot of uh, great knowledge in different pockets, but knowledge transfer is a significant challenge uh, for mm -hmm. uh, the 3D printing industry to scale. So we just finished our first course called Foundations of 3D Printing. And what we do with our courses is we uh, put them online so more people can have access to them at a really reasonable cost. And we also do them in person. Um, so if people wanted to interact with an expert instructor, that's an option that's available. Um, now is there a particular, particular website they should go to to access these, this training? Absolutely. Um, it's uh, ul.com slash uh, 3D printing. Okay. So and I you had a, a third section yeah. or a third project? The third area we're working on um, is um, with the material and machine uh, manufacturers to look at their products, make sure they comply with the existing standards, and see what are areas that we could develop together to make these products even better, safer, um, better quality um, mm -hmm. areas like that. <clears throat> and the final area which um, for us is the most interesting and I think the most um, high value but also challenging is uh, to determine how do we ensure <clears throat> that 3D printed parts and products uh, can be qualified, can be validated, and long-term can be certified so they, these parts and products can go to market um, as real products versus prototypes. So those are the four now, areas uh, we're focused on. Okay. Now, is this for the desktop 3D printers, or is this for the professional machines, or for both? We, we work in both areas. Um, okay. For production-grade parts and products, it's mainly uh, the pr production-grade materials and machines. Um, they have the better uh, mechanical properties, and, I th and they can scale better. 
Um, mm-hmm. so what we believe is over time, um, really what's fantastic about technology is it leapfrogs. So um, a lot of the desktop machines, production machines, long-term, um, they're going to be multi-purpose. Now, there is a lot of development going on already and a lot of uh, final product in the 3D printing market, and that's being used, for example, in the airline industry and in some medical applications. Um, what would be UL's role there at this point, or is this something that's more going to be going forward? Yeah, we have uh, looked at materials um, for some of these products, and um, we do proactively work on um, process um, audits and things like that, um, even uh, for the aviation and um, definitely the medical industries. We really work with them a lot. Um, I think uh, the products today, um, one of the things that is... um, the, the companies have done really well is um, they're producing very similar products of consistency. Um, okay. Where we hear from our client base is the beauty of 3D printing is they want to be able to have the flexibility to do the one-offs, flexibility of designing a product much more re- real-time than mm-hmm. we're used to. So how do you address that customization, the variability, I think that's one of the key questions moving forward. Hmm. And how far is you will, uh, how far have they moved in that particular area? Is it just under investigation now? Do you have some standards in place or yeah. is it yeah. still in the research phase? We've been uh, working on this for about a year. Um, and we are participating with all the key standard um, organizations, um, ourselves being okay. also one of them. Um, I, I, right now, what we're doing is we're working with um, a small group of clients to um, really work through each of the key challenge areas. And as we go through this process and get the solutions in place, then what it allows us to do is develop programs and um, solutions that can scale for the industry. So at this point, are there specific standards available for the design engineer? What's really um, one key thing um, that I want to make sure everybody understands is um, with 3D printing, um, it, there are existing product standards that when you produce the product, it needs to meet. So um, the medical industry has their standards and uh, regulators for that. Uh, electronics industry, the same thing. Um, you can go down the list. So if you're 3D printing a product, it needs to meet all the regulations that's regulations and standards in place for products, and that doesn't need to change. Um, okay. What does need to change is how do you um, handle the uh, new materials that's coming out that doesn't have all the data points, that doesn't have um, uh-huh. kind of the legacy for us to understand the behavior. Um, mm-hmm. The gap is when you put these materials through processing, are there unique characteristics such as orientation, 
such as heat distribution. These are the issues that we're working through. I think over time, um, collaborating with um, ASTM, ISO, IEC, um, we can come out with better standards. Um, but it's not like we're in a complete green field. There are product standards that we need to meet. The question mm -hmm. is how do we control um, each of the points in both a scalable way but also in, in a very um, well-controlled way. I think that is exactly the kind of information a lot of design engineers are looking for. And I also think the lack of that information is part of what is not impeding but slowing the adoption of 3D printing technology in a much more industrial or professional way. Oh, I completely agree with you. Yeah. Um, will there be some kind of a notification process that goes on once some of this information is available to the design engineer? Yeah, so we are addressing um, this information gap in two ways. Uh, one, we're spending a lot of effort putting together training programs because that's a really efficient way of helping people understand um, and learn effectively. Um, the mm -hmm. second area is um, we just uh, we drafted our first one last year, and it was really more about 3D printing equipment. Um, but we're developing a series of them, um, and, and we believe it's a very efficient way of doing it. Is we're coming out with guidelines. So instead of um, developing a standard you must meet, what we develop is these guidelines that really explains, okay, um, if you're looking at this type of equipment, here's the framework of how you can think about it. Here are the requirements that exist today that you have to meet. Here are some gaps that we can look at together. And what we do is we get um, really the key stakeholders together and talk about it. So they have a chance to give feedback. And we continue to improve together by partnering and collaborating with the industry. Well, that sounds like it's going to be useful information. So is this going to be available at the same website that you gave me a little bit earlier? Absolutely. All of our um, information is on ul.com slash 3D printing. Um, as we develop new content, we, we continue to publish it there. Um, we also uh, you know, really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you and others just to get the word out. Um, mm -hmm. The more feedback we can get, uh, especially um, helpful feedback, the better we, job we can do. Our job really is to you know, help this industry mature and um, work through uh, the gaps that are currently in place. Well, it sounds like this is exactly what uh, some people in the industry have been hoping to see and, and wanting to see. So. This is great, and I thank you very much for joining me today, Simon. Thank you so much. I've, I've really enjoyed talking with you. All righty. So thank you, everyone, for listening. You can subscribe to Design World's Technology Tuesdays podcast or just check some other episodes out at soundcloud.com slash designworld. And you can always get the latest need-to-know engineering information at www dot designworldonline.com. Hope to see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.